This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 21, Odd Decks and Parade Floats. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. And I'm Doug Geister. What are we up to today, Carl? After what seemed like an amazingly long break, we finally have new fiction. The Scorpion are on a run, but in the spirit of fun and new stories, we'll channel our inner Katrina Ostrander and share our ideas for fun decks. All right, all right. Yeah, well, the Cork Cote was a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Mm -hmm. And... Um, a gentleman by the main name of Matt Light, he, uh, as far as I know, he ran through the field like a knife, hot knife through butter. A scorpion, uh, big hand, small board deck, right? The one, the new one will shut up about. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, ops, yeah, yeah. First up scope, yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, I got to admit, like, I've played a couple times on Jigoku against those those guys, and I feel good when I break three provinces. I feel good <laughs> when I break two, right? And I'm not hammered, and <clears throat> yeah, but... Man alive, it is a powerful deck. Now, I've been talking with a few players around town, and there are some answers. You know, like Jade, uh, Finger of Jade. Yeah. I don't run Finger of Jade, mm-hmm. typically. That might be something I do now. Yeah, but right? it's, it's a I've piece got of a strategy around it. Like, you kind of go a little bit smaller board than maybe you go, right? That's usually what I do. I pass mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with three fate or four fate. I don't necessarily gain it because I've had plays where, in, in this last game, the guy didn't take a dynasty action. He yeah. just I'm passed. Good. I'm good, thanks. Like, oh, hands, hands nice. Okay, I have eight fate now. Like, okay, great, wonderful. <laughs> and Kachiko came off, uh, then he played Kachiko off of the back alley hideaway during Oof. some phase somewhere. Yeah, yeah Kachiko is a horrible drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that, that and the hideaway, the whole, I put her out, I pay for a few turns, she goes away, oh no, wait, actually she's back. Yeah, that's that's pretty awful. Yep. Yeah. So there are some answers, but I don't know if it's there's a deck that's consistent enough to beat that. So we'll see. I, you know, the, the Scorpion are definitely in the ascendant. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting in RN. Most of the players I talked to are still fighting a little bit around. Um, Fort Collins has a uh, overabundance of bid one dishonor you down, or at least bid one reduce your hand decks mm-hmm. still. And right, they're, and, right, right, and right. They're still right. having trouble. They haven't quite. And puzzled, puzzled those out still. I myself, because of how powerful that particular drop deck is, which I've pretty much got a, a variant of, um, I haven't had too much trouble. But it's, again, Scorpion's an easy place. There was a good discussion on Reddit, um, I think a day or so ago, where they're saying that the Scorpion Stronghold might be one of the best. It doesn't mess with stats, but it's, it allows you to go bid what you want, pay your honor, do your thing, and get it back. Yeah. You know? Or at least get one back. Yeah, right. you know. Right. So. That's, that's a good point. There's, I, I've seen some dragon decks... You know, there, I've seen dragon decks, and I think I played a crane deck before, which is all about drawing a lot of cards and then policy debate and mm-hmm. and spice at core, and I'm going to rid you of your cards. Earthring, no, and you're like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Wow, yeah. that's that's rough, right? Now, I, I, will, I will come clean, and yesterday, out of sheer kind of boredom with crab and crane decks that I've been playing, I built a phoenix deck. Okay. Right? And I'm <laughs> like, right. I get to play Cloud the Mind? This is something different. <laughs> oh, my word. It's still two of mine on my scope. I guess you'll well, feel better about playing it, I suppose. You know? And there's an answer right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cloud the Mind. Kachiko hits the table. Cloud the Mind. Yeah, Cloud the yeah. Mind. You're like, boom. Take that. And, you know, they, and, and they can't even call in favors it, right? 
Oh, they, I don't can. Think they can. They, they can. They can. Oh, still well, they, can, they moved still, it over to their own character. Yeah, still now. controlled by you. They, 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 it gets right. given. It gets given to um, the Sinister Soshi. Is the classic. Ah, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Dishonor her. Yeah, whatever. Take that. Feel free. Stay in the corner. Mm-hmm. That's classic because mm-hmm. she she fulfills all the usage of playing it. And yeah, so. Right, but you have to you have to have that, and you have to have a second character, right? Yeah. So that, oh, yeah. that, that there's it's there are that ways around. Anyhow, I played this Phoenix deck, and I first one I got into Jigoku, I played another Phoenix character, so it was a mirror match thing. Mm-hmm. It was fun, and I actually won by honor. <laughs> say, I went to twenty five. Phoenix deck that's versus cool. Phoenix deck. That's World War One. Oh yeah, two people on other sides of a line glaring at each other. Yeah, <laughs> go on, well, make a move. Well, here's the here the pacing of it. He got all three Cloud the Mines like in the first maybe ten cards, and he's playing them on all my characters. And I'm like, <laughs> "Where are mine, man? Where are mine? This sucks." Hopefully, they'll turn up later but when we, you need you them. But we, you know, I was we broken a little bit, broken a little bit, broken a little bit here. Uh, I was ahead on breaks, and then eventually my Cloud the Mines came up, and I was able to blank his characters, and <laughs> that's where it happened. But I won on a display of power on Air Ring. <laughs> okay <laughs> fair enough i guess yeah. i was like 24 Aww. he came oh, he come geez. i don't block i go down to 23 for the unopposed penalty and then display a power to gain two for the earring that's, so that's funny on a win Jeez. Um, now uh, i will say that for the most part people in jigoku have been very sporting we have uh more than a few fans i, oh. I i'm <laughs> pleasantly surprised when i come in I get into a room and they're like, Tobin, how's it going? <laughs> Listen to the podcast. Wonderful. Keep it, keep it up. I'm like, okay. Like, it's a little, still a little. Uh, it's a little weird. Uh, yes. little I was going to say, so what you're telling me is I should get into Jigoku with the username, ask me about my art of Warcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, basically. Oh, <laughs> like, well, you know. well t- talking about that, the, uh, I, I played a guy just a f- few days ago, because I usually play one game a day. Mm-hmm. I played a guy just a few days ago and... I can't remember, man. But you demoed the game for him at Gen Con. Oh, geez. I, I think you, I know the fellow. You yeah. demoed the game for him at Gen Hilarious. Con, him and a couple buddies. I, I'd have to admit, and, I don't remember your name, dude. It was a and, long day, but yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. playing no, you. No, no, it was, it was a, I, I don't remember his username, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't his, it was a username. It wasn't necessarily his name. But he said, yeah, yeah, I met Carl and uh, listened to your podcast, and he thanked us for helping him get into the game because he listened to our Episodes awesome. and listen to your demo. So the guy I'm so thinking of, it was first round of Kiku Matsuri on day on Thursday, and it was um, Crane. That's what we'll have to, we'll have okay. to see if your response. Yeah, it was a Crane. Well, deck. you demo, yeah. you yeah, you demoed the game for him. So yeah, it was his first play. Basically, he said right. like, this is pretty much a demo game. I'm like, well, okay, we'll okay. walk for it. You know, we'll get it done. Wonderful, in time. wonderful, yeah. excellent. Crazy. He's so yeah. We have a uh, that's a nice warm quite fuzzy. Quite a few folks. Yeah, no we, no it is a warm fuzzy. It is, and that's cool. So. I'm, I guess I maybe I'm doing this Phoenix thing because Cloud the Mind was the first answer that came up for, for mean, Scorpion. It's a is good, that it's really a what response. we're looking at here? Like, Disciples of the Void is coming. I have been more badly screwed by well-timed political debates. Policy debate is still the big tool. You know, they hit your hand, they look at it and go, hey, there's a bunch of stuff you don't care about, and there's a big five-cost lady over there. Yeah, she can go away. Yeah. You know, that more often than not will... will own that deck's plans, but the problem being that, of course, that you can defend the, that the deck can defend against it by having good political characters. Up, well, so, yeah, and you know. and at one point in one of my games, I had two in my hand, but there were no characters to play them against. Yeah, if you don't have a character in the conflict, yeah, to actually take, there's to, nobody no to debate. No debate, no, right? And, and my problem is, is that I, whenever I'm playing against a scorpion character. It seems like there's always a forged edict that hits the table whenever I try to do anything. Oh, yeah. Isn't it amazing? Uh, There's three of them in the freaking deck. Now, yes, you you bid five. And I see all three of them in a game. Yeah, (laughs) you you bid five a couple times, times, and you're looking at 14, 15 cards. You're looking at 
you know, more than a third of the deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes, but the the frequency with which there are multiple edicts in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they, they save them. They save them yeah. for a good reason. They save yeah. them they for a good reason. You, it's, yeah. There's no reason not to save them. Yeah, and I'm yeah. trying to think of, and, and because of that, I've been trying to think of ways to, like, uh, you know, swing to attachments almost. Mm-hmm. Because... The attachments require calling in favors. That requires a character. That requires dishonoring the character. There's mm-hmm. a little bit more requirement. Forge Edict also requires a courtier that isn't dishonored. So right. sometimes I will mm-hmm. get into a point where I'm like, okay, you have one courtier on the board. It's already dishonored. I'm playing everything. Yeah, the, right? the, the Scorpion, Scorpion wow. Mirror is, is hilarious for that because generally you end up with both sides going, we would be edicting like mad <laughs> if we could. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting for me because, first of all, feeling a little bit um, um, embattled here. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. We're playing this stuff that's really rough right now. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just that that, it, that yeah. is the powerful the deck. It's yeah. very yeah. clearly yeah. a deck that you kind of have to build around. And to build, to build around it means you're not building around other things. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and, and for me, part of the deal, the part of the things, and I like this faction that I'm playing, and part of the reason I like that deck is like people say, you go, well, okay, I do this, then they do this in response. I, I go cloud the mind. Well, they've got calling in favors. Well, I go this. They have that. The deck there is are full a of lot answers. of answers. It's full yes, of answers. There are a lot it's of built answers. of answers. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's sorry. Honest one this time. Actually. actually so yeah. yeah. I've been starting to think about like deck building from what perspective. Maybe I go more attachments because yes, they call in favors. That's fine. But mm. let's let's limited. It's let's not move this. Let's not move this forged, the dial a little yeah. bit. It's not triple forge plus censure or triple forge plus triple policy debates. You know, there's going to be. There are, there are, you're way more likely to get an attachment through and have it not be calling in favored. Yeah. And then the Adept of Shadows is especially, that one is kind of frustrating because it just keeps coming back. You're limited to 10 conflict characters in a, in the conflict deck, and I'm sure they have them. Mm-hmm. But when you have three Adept of Shadows that just keeps coming back, like, okay, I play a Bushuki Kachiko, Bayushi yeah. Kachiko. Yay. Okay, one is gone. Okay, great. Wonderful. Maybe you have <laughs> to play it kind of like everybody plays against Hidekasada. You know, when Hidekasada you know, cancels the first action as long as he hasn't well, lost, lost a conflict. One. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> you throw something away hoping it'll get forged edict, then you play what you really want to play. Yeah. 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 It's not about yeah, the, that's, uh, that's that's how you play that's how you played in the no game, isn't it? Playing, yeah, that's yeah, it's you know he- head fake, basically. Yeah. Would, worth noting there as well, again, must be our local meta. I don't use the adept so much, but I because I find I have to scrabble for honor. So many people bidding low, trying to do summer down. So I find that I can't, I can't really afford that. I, the fate is easier for me to spend than it is the, the honor. Oh right, it's a weird one. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, early on, definitely. I mean, the adept's good. No two ways about it. And against more common higher end decks that aren't going bid one, yeah, go then mm-hmm. great. But yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing you also can do, and it's easier to do this as crab, I think, than just about anybody, is keep your honor lower than the scorpion player. Oh yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that, that does screw yeah. a lot of the plans. That I could know, help. I've, I've I've had that work in my favor before. And and what are ways in which you might? Well, adaptive shadow. So if you're if you're paired with scorpion, you could pull your honor back. Yeah, mm-hmm. paying bid honor high, for, bid high. Mm-hmm. But since scorp, well, and if you start as crab and they start as scorpion, that you're both starting at ten and you both mm-hmm. bid high. Yeah, and if if you stay even, if you both bid high and stay roughly level, then great. All of a mm-hmm. sudden, the scorpion's stronghold advantage is gone. All you have to be, all you have to do is be one below the scorpion player. Yeah, yeah. or at yeah. it's lower yeah. than if you yeah. if you can, oh, right, if you can right, match right. it. Yeah, if you can you just you know randomly unoppose something that doesn't matter. If you realize you don't care about it, just go unopposed, drop it down, level off, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, that's really tricky to handle. Actually, yeah, yeah, you know, or change the ring. Mm-hmm. You change the ring to, and I've been thinking about. 
elemental fury <laughs> like rally to the cause changes the conflict type mm-hmm. but elemental fury changes the ring entirely you go right? fire when you win fire dishonor one of your own guys that's going away it's yeah. doable you yeah, can do that one. And, but you make a good point there that yeah a lot of the, um, the so Scorpion, there might be answers in provinces the big the big hand the big hand play with elemental fury the big hand play style very often is based on I need this ring this turn so yeah, at that point, Fury's looking way more interesting as a oh that screwed my plans, you know. I mean the classic bid high, right? Cl- cl- bid high, going first, take air, hit air, gain two. If I can't do that, yeah, I'm suddenly much more restricted. No, that's interesting. So maybe maybe there are more answers in Phoenix than you're thinking. In general, as well, yeah, because, yeah. because all the ring shenanigans. <coughs> if you can if you can play ring denial against the Scorpion player, maybe yeah. And Way of the Phoenix, that is not in a lot of Phoenix decks. I don't think I've seen it played by a Phoenix player in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, where you restrict... you. Yeah, I, I do get They cannot by, declare yeah. um, conflicts of that type. Yeah, I do get hit by that. But that's, yeah, that's a rough one. That's another, basically the same effect of like, yeah, screw you, you're not getting that ring. Mm-hmm. You, know, you simply can't use it. And mm-hmm. Scorpion is Seeker of Void, right? Yes. A void might be the one to say, okay, you're not going to get that one. Or Air, or fire well it's i mean the seeker void means pilgrimage and um shameful display not so much winning winning this oh that's rings. true yeah diff- that'd be keeper but yeah that's still that's that's still keep worth being aware of you know it basically means that's part part of the problem that people are having with they have such a nasty back line of two horrible provinces to plow into mm-hmm. you know all right so enough of the scorpion <laughs> let's solve scorpion today which we're not obviously <laughs> going to do i've i've been as i mentioned i built a phoenix deck and the fiction is called Secrets of War, or Specters of War, yeah. Specters mm-hmm. of War, uh, which centers on Toturi and Kaede and the uh, the restless spirits of Toshi Ranbo. Oh, the, suggest- the, the suggestion the of city. restless spirits, at least, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, restless spirits, there's nothing ever good came from restless spirits. <laughs> People trying to figure out if they're a restless as spirit. The, well, as the story says. It's like yeah. asking, hey, in a horror movie, what's behind that door? <laughs> If you're a fan of of Japanese, you know, mythology and Japanese ghost stories and stuff like that, some of the stuff that they have come up with as far as their versions of like vampires and ghosts and things like that mm-hmm. are nasty. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. So in the in that vein, I was I, I've been thinking about like, okay, if I was a storyline guy, mm-hmm. and I'm not necessarily a storyline guy, but if I was, I have my moments. If I was channeling my inner Katrina, Katrina Ostrander is the Story editor, lead story editor Director for the something for the Rokudani efforts, right? Yeah, and so if I'm channeling my inner Katrina and I'm staying, I'm building a deck with that clan in mind, and maybe mm-hmm. you know allying them with someone who they would otherwise be allied with, but not. It wouldn't be, I guess, in this case, it wouldn't be Lion and Crane or Lion and Unicorn, yeah. which is you know from a game standpoint kind of crazy mm-hmm. because Lion and Unicorn go together quite well. Sure, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but. Yes. I came up with, because of the Spectres of War, mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix Shugenja, right? Mm-hmm. Kaede. Yeah. And especially the Void, all the Void cards. And then uh, with Lion, like Guard Duty, uh, th- those kinds of things. Mm. I had and to, now that's, a, yeah. that's a, not, a, not, a, not an atypical build. Yeah, I've definitely but, encountered you know. Guard Duty Phoenix I've definitely seen, and that's oh, quite yeah. scary. Absolutely. Yeah. See, I think it, since, we're, since we're talking about fun decks a little bit today also, yeah, it w- I think it might be more fun to do... Lion primary with an ally crane with ally phoenix. I was thinking about that too. I was and and basically I went well that would be weird. So much it might not ma- work right. There, yeah, it might not work right. But I like the whole Kaede bringing in lion and and having having the lion clan behind her, 
Not so right. much mm-hmm. Totori leading the Phoenix. It's more like Lion Clan as as Emerald, you know, as, well, gonna as say, a support to Kaede. Yeah, I mean, the most recent story de-emphasizes how much Totori is the Lion Clan. It de-emphasizes the Lion yeah, Clan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Basically, yeah, he goes, he, he does things in terms of being the Emerald Champion and tries to be like, yeah, I'm not really lying. Be quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's less of my concern right now. So, I mean, as I was kind of building this out... Oh, so then you could do, like, Phoenix, oh. Ally Lion, yeah, and then... Go heavy into the uh, imperial trade. Yep, we'll get to that in the second. That's kind of what I did. That's <laughs> okay. uh, that's almost what I did. Yeah. I have so I chose my five provinces, which are before the throne. Which of course, you know, Emerald Champion before the throne, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Ancestral lands. That's kind of a reach. I, I didn't have anything good for Earth. Meditations on the Tau. Right. She's she's constantly like seeming to be reaching out and, and meditating, and tears of a Maratrasu. Mostly because she, her, her nightmares, the, the uh, restless sleep, mm. and the tears of the moon, and right, I'm well, moon, moon, right? I'm a, I'm a Tarasu. Sun, sun. Right. Oh sun. crap! Well, I got that wrong. <laughs> Onotangu is the guy. Oh, Onotangu is the. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, and then rally to the cause because you know Tori is rallying to mm-hmm. Toshi Rambo to, to the mm-hmm. cause, and so that those were my those were my thematic. <laughs> Provinces, although I guess I'll have to revisit the tears one. Well, <laughs> I mean, it still blood. lines up with the style. I think the yeah, I think the, the pack has quite a strong link to Kade anyway. That's the tears, but yeah, there we mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I have Satoshi in there. Kaede, Atsuko, and Satoshi. Mia Satoshi, because he's the Imperial, and I think they didn't they meet in one of the fictions. I was it Satoshi that she met? I think he gets mentioned. I'm not certain. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. This is our this is our cutting incisive journalism at work here. I Absolutely. Think yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have uh, Legion of One. My splashes are Legion of One, Guard Duty, Guardians of the Ancestors. No duh. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Seal of the Lion, because, you know, if you put it on somebody, they become a lion character. Hey, K-Day, mm, right? <laughs> and then Vengeful Oathkeeper, just because that seemed, that seemed appropriate. I shall lose, but I will kill you. So those are my interesting ones. Uh, Legion of One is in there, too. Because Kaede, again, Legion mm-hmm. of One. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, you, you bring up the Imperial part. Um, that's basically where I ran straight to. Because I've been doing um, a fair bit of dragon stuff. And I haven't built this deck. I've basically just danced the concept around. And I, I solidified a few selections this morning on it. But the idea was to go, okay, want to make an Imperial tribal deck. To anyone who's not familiar, we refer to that being the keyword that buffs everything else. It's from Magic the Gathering. Okay. So Imperial right now seems to be, if you take... Um, shoot. Sapuni Shikawa. Yeah. Shikawa, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah Sapuni Shikawa as the main deal of like, have all the Imperial stuff make him better. So I said, so you're making one guy beggar as if he's, you know, sod the central point, kind of like he's, a, say, a Voltron play. So a dragon deck. Because dragon yeah, supports yeah, yeah. that anyway, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, so why not dragon Imperial tribal? And that leans up quite well. We've got Sumiko, right? Sumiko's at Totori's right hand right now. You know, basically, it's, it's, um, this is a Seal of Sumiko deck with the Emerald oh, cool. Seal being handed over to him, handed over to her. So. First of all, when, okay, what imperial stuff can we fit in? Well, we've got good provinces. We've got Before the Throne. We've got, um, we've got the imperial the imperial storehouses are an excellent Favorable card. grounds. Favorable grounds. All those are in there, so we can get all those guys out. Um, and then I went, what's the dragon imperial stuff? And went in, you've got the, I believe, the itinerant philosopher, is it? Maybe it was one of the monk yeah, ones. Which yeah. is a nice little toy, not so bad. And then we have the um, Emerald Magistrate. Oh, yeah? All the good imperial stuff is odd-numbered. Sweet, that'll do. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. Basically, so, so we have that. So, so like a dragon up. imperial deck. Yeah, it, it plays out better than you think. I actually went scorpion for the secondary. It allows me to get cunning magistrate in as well. Another way to screw people's plans. Just okay. a bit of a mess with people deal. Um, usual dragon toys. Um, Sumiko herself, because if we're messing with the favor, we might as well have might as well use the favor. Between Sumiko and the various ones there, we can mm-hmm. re- utilize that to very, very An imperial palace, because, yeah. man, I tell you, when imperial palace yeah. flips... 
the player that gets it first is almost guaranteed to never lose the favor. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my, my main play out there. I'm trying to think of the other weirder parts I put in. But I think I spent a fair bit of time trying to describe the archetype because it's not Voltron. What it really is is one big guy and lots of small dudes. Because what you want to be doing is throwing out the Sapoons and the Otomo Cortiers just to crank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to crank Shikawa into Shikawa silly, silly yeah, yeah, yeah. Silly Absolutely. So You're like, okay, pay yeah. one, pay one, pay one, with, pay one, yeah. pay one. I can't yeah. attack, but okay, fine. Yeah. So it's kind of like a parade float. I mean, parade float is not bad. The, you know, the Macy's Day parade, yeah. you know, with all with the big uh, inflated yeah. guys with the, and the yeah, everybody <laughs> ah, holding okay, under the ropes. There you go. Yeah. That's a great image. I'm with you on that one. Um, I ended up on, um, if, if um, Dragon is Voltron, that this is more um, Ultraman, Captain so do, Planet. So do you go Mia Satoshi as well to, oh, yes. to grab I mean, those Mia cards? Go get the cards. It's and not a bad card either. Um, the Mia Mystic's in there to not be used when the Emerald Magistrate is around and to, you know, do the attachment kills that we do care about, the yeah. nasty ones about. Yeah, it honestly seems like a, a, a at least a, mean, a sensibly viable deck, if not crazy powerful. All right, so, yeah. all right, and well, fun, cool, fun and silly, you know. And cunning magistrate out of hand, maybe cackle that, and a few scorpion toys, just to be like, um, there's still some underhandedness in the back of all this. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have a, I had a second one because I got Phoenix Line one, kind of got my juices going, and I've been playing, of course, a lot of crab. So I came up with a crab, which is not necessarily about winning. But about all about the base, all about the defense, right? <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not about winning, but about not losing. About not losing, yeah. all right? And not, not, not giving it up. Um, so I was thinking about uh, defend the wall, night raid, right? Because, oh, they're coming on a night raid. They got, we got to punish them. Pilgrimage, rally to the cause, of course. And then of course, fertile fields, because I needed to choose an heir. Really, and mm-hmm. I figured fertile fields was better than a, more likely to happen near the wall than a manicured garden. <laughs> uh, I can, or am okay, I wrong? Yeah, I can yeah, buy yeah, that. Sure, I can sure. buy okay, that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking over here, at Doug, ch- checking with my my Laura guy here. <laughs> so it's all about the defense, right? Uh, intimidating Hida, Caillou Inventor, Caillou Ritsuko, Staunch Hida, Stoic Magistrate, Yasuki Taka, even even him, right? This Yasuki Taka can just make the money, <laughs> and then a backhanded compliment because that seems like a crab thing to do as well, like. I'm going to give you a back. You are a good defender who will die on the wall. <laughs> well, you know, that's a, that's not imagine. a back. That's not backhanded. <laughs> that's not backhanded. No, okay, that's right. Right. The crab no, no, no. The crab consider it glorious to die in ah, battle. Okay, yeah, okay. You know. this, and I then think it's more a case of like you're doing an excellent job guarding, 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 guarding this wall for someone in the center of the imperial of yeah. the empire. Yeah. Now the the big uh, addition I've had: uh, fiery madness, rebuild, raise the alarm, uh, fate was in death, finger of jade, of course. Jade Tetsu, of course, and uh, I might actually have to try this. Pit Trap. <laughs> it's a three cost. So I might have to try it. We'll see. Uh, that might be the extent, it's ex- the point at which the fun deck really becomes uh, untenable. <laughs> so what, what, you're, what I'm hearing here is a slightly passive, um, good old-fashioned magic no. Exactly. It's all about the defense. Or what the, um, what the guys in one of the first places I worked for used to refer to as a may I deck. Yeah. You don't say, I play this. You say, may I play this? And the blue deck says, no. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <Yeah>. it. <laughs> um, or fa- or uh, yeah, what, what yeah. do you guys call it? I call it family fortunes. You guys call it family feud. Can I play this card? Survey says. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. There you go. Cool. Cool. That's what you're playing right there is a classic no. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> My problem with that is it maybe it's too defensive. I yeah. mean, you, I mean yeah. it's it's not it, it 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 strikes me not so much as a game winning deck. It's a I don't want to lose yet. Yeah. Deck. Like we said basically, yeah. I mean, right. is, it's which is, you know, kind of what storyline wise 
Okay, sure. That's where you sure. are with crab. Like, I, we, we must defend the wall. I was going to say, right? there is a certain amount of that, isn't there? The crab aren't planning to win. They're assuming they're not. They're just hoping they don't lose. That almost is their mindset. Right. I mean, there is no winning here. The Shadowlands always going to be there. So the plan is not to lose. I mean, how cool well, would it... And, and this just came, this popped into my head. How yeah. cool would it be if crab had a card that says, reaction, after you win, a, after you win on defense, you may break a province whose strength is equal to what you won by or not. Like, that's a hell of a swing back, right? Jesus like, H. okay, we just won on defense by five, and I'm going to swing back on you, and or I'm going to break a re- break your revealed province. Blamo. Kind of a weird mm. display of power reaction to a defended one where you win. See, it's completely unbalanced. I, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> there would have to be a lot of conditions on it. But that's, that's a thing, right? Like I, I was expecting I you to say that, like, you know, when the crab went on defense... Do something horrible to the other guy, but treat resolve the um, resolve the attack as if they lost. So all the things that the winner would get to do if they won against the province resolve their things happening. You get to do some horrible effect in reply, and or you know when the re- reaction when one of your provinces is broken, choose and break an opposing province. A face up one. Oh, okay, so yeah. I would, I would like do that. something yeah. a little different, a little le- like still in which you have three characters or more or something like that. Still yeah. very impactful, but not. I don't know, break, you know, when you went on defense, break a province seems a little, <laughs> just a little OP. <laughs> I mean, break I would, a, a now, now what I'm about to suggest is also probably a little on the OP <laughs> side, but I think it's less so. Uh, when you went on defense, remove all fate from your opponent's characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's already a character there. There's already, what's her name? Um, Ritsuko, Kuni Ritsuko, who, when she wins on defense... Mm-hmm. You get to remove one fate. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, like, wipe all fate off your opponent's board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, could, I could maybe go with an uber Mangamaraware, remove fate, remove all fate from characters in play. There's that, a, there's, that's a very crab style of like, well, I've set yeah. this up, so now it's awesome, and you just, you think you won, but ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, so something, something like that would yeah. be, it, it's basically going to be a board wipe. Yeah. And honest, yeah, yeah, honest, yeah. honest to goodness, board reset is something that can definitely be. I th- so yeah. I think that could you could you could have an easier time balancing in the game than you know you went on defense break a province. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would probably because, cost. Cause, it would probably cost a few more more than a few fate and have more than a few conditions. Well, on. so <laughs> if you think about the end game state, you've got three broken provinces on your opponent. Your opponent's attacking, maybe even trying to get the 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 stronghold break on you. Mm-hmm. You play. Um, you do something that you know causes them to not break your pro- break your stronghold, mm-hmm. and then you play this card. That's oh, you know, when you went on defense, mm-hmm. you know, break a province. All of a sudden, they've gone from, you know, in one in one conflict, they've gone from possibly breaking your province to they just lost the game. I mean, well, yeah, it would, province, it would, it would be a, it would break. be a non-stronghold province. Yeah. That you would well, yeah, break, I mean, I, I, the wording that came to my mind was five cost face up non-imperial non-stronghold. I think at that point, not imperial because the crab would never do anything to hurt the empire. You know, oh, okay. Yeah, that's All a right. little kind of cool bit, and also worked out with quite a few big chunks of like, sweet Jesus, they just took out the imperial palace. You know, like no, you shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. But otherwise, I think that plays out pretty well. And um, I like I like the idea mechanically of the crab style of come on, no, you got to do a little bit more to break this. No, come on, now you got to do a little bit more to break this. Come on, you could get going. Right, right, right. I suddenly trigger, I win, and you have that in reply. 
basically making letting opponents overextend and overextend and overextend and replying with not just a win but a counter hit is very yeah. very crap. Yeah. Well, and and I was just trying to think of an event that might be the counter hit. Well, it it the, so. it, it it is in keeping with sort of the the crab theme. It's just. Or maybe game gain. Uh, well, uh, maybe know, maybe yeah. stuff like gain. Uh, when you win by when you win on defense, you gain the number of fate equal to the number of attacking characters or number of defending characters yeah. or something like that. Something right? that kind of toy. To yeah. boost boost a little of the economy because the fact of the matter is you look at the crab conflict stuff, and they're not cheap. Every just about everything costs one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, when you win, win as a defending, win 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 as a win a conflict as a defender. Add to the to the skill total of your next conflict the difference by which you won by. Okay, that that would be. That That's a good little that allows for a, yeah, allows for a whole like throw a hero and push it out. Yeah, put four on, put That's three or four on, fire it through, yeah. and you have to work for it. You can't just win. You have right, to right, right. win to make it mean, mean right, something. Right, you know, it's not just going to turn into you know, yeah, I got some ten from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you have mm-hmm. to work at this. Any hey. other ideas on fun decks? Well, besides doing something strange like you know, f- you know, Phoenix and Lion together. Yeah, <laughs> I I wonder if you could make it work with, with Lion Primary with the Phoenix because if you've got uh, the Kitsu Spirit Caller, if you go, there's not really a lot of other Shugenja or Shugenja E type stuff in Lion, is there? Yeah, yeah, they don't have a lot of Shugenja, which is kind of like I was looking at Shugenja and oh well, the Shugenja. Is there is any really buried in the conflict Phoenix? deck for Phoenix? I'm trying to think. There's at least a few Phoenix who gender in conflict. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, could yeah, get yeah, through yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, at least Lion gets a, what do you call it, pacifism, right? And pacifism yeah, is quite pacifism hilarious Phoenix, on Lion's yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> being, able to, being able to, as the Lion player, to play pacifism <laughs> on your opponent is a bit horrible. <laughs> so, you know. Well, support of Phoenix is coming, right? So, the, the, oh, the, in the Disciples oh, of Void, right? Yeah. You get Maybe that, that, that could influence. make it. Uh, that could make it fun. I think, I think oh, the yeah, uh, right. support of card which you know I, we've seen we've seen support of the phoenix i would assume again that you know there's going to be a support of card in each of the clan packs those could maybe open up the the field for a little more janky play mm-hmm. that'd be so interesting yeah mm-hmm. no totally very interesting or something yeah unicorn phoenix <laughs> yeah that, does unicorn phoenix weird. work I think does unicorn with support of phoenix work i'm gonna say i think i think one of my um compadres at the cafe has tried that a little bit and he was talking about it i'm trying to remember what he brought up because pacifism did come in just the whole you know i use i use unicorn can oh make a nice big military and you cannot yes you know? that so, would yeah, work like you know. here's pacifism on three characters like wow yeah. that would be pretty just bad. any one big military allowing yeah. them to storm in and break one at least yeah. you know yeah, yeah. But, um, i'm trying to think what other toys he'd mentioned there were a few i think there was something on a, on a dishonor a dishonor style one with the uh Help me out here. Seeker of Enlightenment, Secret Knowledge? Seeker of Knowledge. Add, add the air ring. Yeah, yeah. Seeker of mm. Knowledge is yeah. a zero two, two cost. Shuganja air, Shuganja, I think. Mm. Yeah. So that and you play them and you play and when the character is attacking, the ring gains the air. Yeah, they was playing a dishonor yeah. dishonor down game yep. with that. So Yeah. It's it's interesting. I, I you know, I played that one game with Phoenix and I played a lot of Phoenix early in the game and I had fun with it and I was pleasantly surprised to realize that I still have fun with Phoenix. Like it was the honest, first honest to goodness time I'd built a Phoenix deck and saying I'm going to play this instead of, oh my god I'm going to play a Phoenix I'm going to build a Phoenix then play it and I was like no I built it and I had fun. You know if we're talking very very late um, New Year's resolutions I probably should play as Unicorn I don't think I've done that at all. No. I think I've played at least once as everyone else I don't think I've actually put Unicorn characters to table. Oh my god. I, I should probably do that. Yeah. We played, uh, Jason and I played last night. He played some Unicorn, and he did very well against me. He, <laughs> he, he kicked my butt. Uh, and I was playing a Scorpion, 
and I was not playing the big hand small no, board no. deck, <laughs> and he was playing unicorn, and he just ripped me apart because I I couldn't draw military defense. And he's like, oh yeah, boom, 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 bam. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Moto Juro came out, charged twice. Oh god, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. he has changed the he has changed uh, the situation a bit, hasn't he? So yeah, oh, that was Lord. like charge. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. no, no. <laughs> so. But it was it was quite fun, and that's where I I knew I was going to get to this place. I knew that I was I've I've been centering on crab and crane, and I knew that eventually, given my history, I was going to expand out. And I finally reached it about what six ish months after the games released in at Gen Con, mm-hmm. you know, a few few uh, shorter than that for main release. And now I'm in Phoenix, and I was actually thinking about what fun deck would I I was trying with Dragon, mm. like who would you pair with dragon and i could not come up with anything although the imperial deck idea that you gave was, it was fun i mean whoever you pick on top of that is kind of interesting i just took scorpion for the extra imperial card honestly and mm-hmm. the ability to get a few more characters in there aren't too many um, imperial options once you're done with the sumiko and the neutrals yeah so any ideas like i, I was thinking maybe phoenix because of the shugenja traits and the oh dragon no the dragon phoenix remember, dragon is horrifying phoenix. you've got one, you've got you've got What's his face? You got one of the biggest, scariest Shujenja around. Hi, I can be ready after a combat. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? Prodigy, oh my god. Pro- Prodigy of the waves. Prodigy of the waves. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the um, uh, what's the card? Come on, we're doing great in this thing. The the event that allows you the ready Shujenja or ready or bow against the waves. Against the waves. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> already. We're, yeah, that's true. Already Dragon with your Shugenja, Kuni, that's kind of awful. Dragon Phoenix yeah. is is a good strong huh. one. And is that story, you just bowed by Yokuni against yeah. the waves? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, Yukini yeah. Yuki, Yuki, Yuki with stupendous strength defends and bows and then readies. And then bows <laughs> and, and then, then readies. Ready. <laughs> and like, oh, and God. it just keeps doing it over and over yeah, and no, over we, again. We had this a while back. What was yeah. some of the sillier bits? You can, um, there was something done with the uh, doomed... Doomed Shigenja? Is it doomed Shigenja? Am I losing it? Is that, is that the right name? I am doing great today. Jeez. This has been a long week. Yeah, but you know, there was something weird with that in Phoenix. Well, I'm trying to remember what it was. There was something stupid, some stupid trick there. Yeah, it's all gone. Oh, cloud clouding. Oh, okay. Cloud him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah well, so, here, yeah. and and here's the thing with the cloud of mine. And as I was thinking about this, I get, went back to Yasuki Taka, the crab guy that got kidnapped by, is it Yoritomo? Mm-hmm. Is it Mantis, the pirate? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so that crab with Mantis would be a cool storyline thing because of that connection <laughs> that happened early. Now we don't have them. You know, the speculation <laughs> is, and I would agree with it that Mantis are coming, but probably is a neutral. Mm-hmm. Probably is a well. That makes it easier to tie those together. A you conflict well, yeah. that makes it. I would see. I'd rather. I kind of rather see that than bring them in as a full playable uh, faction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Uh, from what I've heard, it doesn't seem to make sense to have them be a full playable faction, especially at this point. But well, I like the I idea of Yoritomo as a as a pirate, as you know the out the guy out in the Silk Isles. Who makes life difficult for everybody else in the empire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like I, I like that idea of him uh-huh. uh, of him in that role rather yeah. than him trying to you know push his way into become one of the great clans like in the old well, storyline. Yeah, he's interesting, aspiring to be a great clan, not having achieved being a great clan, as it were. Well, you know? yeah, I'd, I'd rather see him be you know sort of you know the the thorn in the side of the empire mm. and and have him be enjoying that role. And so, huh? I think I'll just go and. See what's going on in the Empire today. And hey, look, yeah. the, the lion and the crane are at it again. I'm going to go talk 
to Totary and see what we can do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And insert myself into the you know insert myself into this battle into that yeah, battle or into this, or Totary you know Totary you know insulted me you know two weeks ago so I'm gonna go you know talk to Hotaru and you know give her some support. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and deck design wise, that's interesting too because if they are another major clan, then Mantis become a color in your deck. They become a few conflict cards and yeah, yeah. right or. If as well, neutrals, my... they become they can become like the imperial. They can become a much more major part of your deck. Right, and that yeah. means that they also might have to be a little more carefully balanced. Now I think about it, because you know they can go with anybody. But that's a, that's a little more. They're more impactful as neutral. Yeah. I'd say. yeah, but even even then, you could you could still have like a support of the mantis card or something like that, or support Way of the, the mantis. Yeah, some, oh. something that <laughs> something that allows you to. Uh, you know, have more neutral cards in your conflict deck or something, and that as long as they have like the mantis keyword on them or something. Oh, oh right, right. So support role yeah. for mantis. Okay. I was yeah, going to say, gotcha, by the gotcha, way, gotcha. that most recent um, it's, sort of, it's sound... a support role in reverse, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. most recent um, sound bite from uh, Tobin was accompanied by one of those situations where I wish we had video. Again. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I could replicate the uh, the, the moves there. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> way of the way of the mantis. I d- I have no idea what that might be, but. Uh, no, no, I and I tend yeah. to support the idea that they're going to be neutrals, right? That Certain there's going to be with. they're not going to be major clan at first. Yeah, no choice about yeah. it. Yeah, and and maybe down the road, maybe you know, four or five years down the road, whatever. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, it, you know, it, it, assuming that the designers exhaust all the, their <laughs> options, maybe then we we can see you know Mantis as a playable faction. Mm-hmm. But I'd honestly rather see like Shadowlands as a playable faction before that happens. Yeah, there's a few oh, people, a few right. people who be on your side there too, yeah. to be fair. But so, even you know, I, I would like yeah. to, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Shadowlands as a playable faction. I still don't want to see them do the whole you know crab ally Shadowlands bullshit from the <laughs> from the old storyline. <laughs> that was yeah. Wrong. You're, you are on record multiple mm-hmm. times no. saying this no. Is, yes, this is no. like the fifth time I think I've mentioned it on this cast <laughs> uh, or yeah. so. Well. Mantis, Mantis, neutral, working its way into every other group makes sense. Yes. Neutral Shadowlands, working its way into every other group, kind of undermines the concept of the game. Is it were a tad of like the setting? Yeah. Everyone becomes Shadowlands. Woo! Yeah. No. Uh, okay. In one in one sense, that's sort of in keeping with the way the Shadowlands works. Yeah. And, the way, and the way the taint works. But it's the way the story ends immediately, yeah. as it were. You know. Yeah, the, the, and I think I've seen a lot of some speculation online where Shadowlands could be a card, but it's a slightly more powerful version of something that already exists. But there's a taint cost associated with it like mm-hmm. you dishonor or somebody becomes loses a fate or you can never kind of win by honor yeah would be an interesting yeah either yeah. that or it could functionally something like uh, the threshold for you losing by dishonor is not zero you can spend the honor but at the end of your turn you're at that threshold below you lose hmm. you know for each taint so you go negative so you go negative yeah so each taint is is a, is a threshold of two so if you have if you played a if you've got one tainted card out if you drop to if you're at two or less to on, honor at the end of your turn you lose. Oh, all right. So it all gives right. you time to think about it, time to use that space. But you've got this little. Um, by the way, you're technically two less. Right. Oh wait, four less. Oh wait, six less. Right. Yeah. That, that would be interesting. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, th- I, th- I think you were going to burning out a lot of. Depends what's in there. Yeah, I thought right. you were going to go the other direction, where if you have a taint counter, you can go into negative honor. Hmm. Ooh, ouch. Okay. Yike. You can't you can't win if if you have taint, you cannot win by honor. you cannot get the honor win. And to each, lose by dishonor, you need to go each point of taint allows you to go one point negative. Yeah. Holy but cow. then you'd need a negative counter for uh, that. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's too to much. That old, back to yeah. all that old situation. <laughs> you know. So that would be bad. Okay. 
wipe that. <laughs> this but the taint idea is I have an idea. One. Not so much for a fun deck, but just for a, a fun event. Just have everybody bring devotion-style decks. You know, the, the magic term devotion, where you are a single color only. Ooh. You're sing- yeah. mm-hmm. So, you know, a devotion deck where you don't have an ally. And it's just you and neutral cards. So yeah, it's yeah. it's your fat, it's your clan and neutral cards against somebody else who's at their clan and neutral cards. Could be quite Ooh, interesting wow. for multiplayer that in the literal sense. You know, um, you're 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 not you're basically not going to be playing a card that someone else has. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ravi, sorry, no one is going to be playing a card that. Um, if if you think about four way multiplayer where everyone's playing four different clans, you've got an interesting table. Right. Because there's there's right. not like you know I attack Mirimoto's Fury. Yeah, I attack him. Yeah, Mirimoto's Fury. I'm like. Ugh. Yeah. You know the kind of situation we could get. Now, now here's here's something. It, bring up multiplayer, and it, it dawns on me. Since we had our last cast, and someone asked about multiplayer, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen." I've had other conversations with folks, and it seems like if multiplayer happens, that it would be an odd number of multiplayer. Uh, it yeah. would be four odd numbers. So either three or five set would be ideal because. And you have if you have two people, you have a game of L5R. If you have four people, you have two, two games, games of L5R. Yeah. So it's either three or five. And I thought I was like, but that's a, there's a big difference between three players and five players. There mm-hmm. is. Um, there's. This is one of those bits where we get into um, mathematically provable sections of board game design. Bluntly, multiplayers work work, work way better on odd numbers, threes and fives. Right, right. And I understand out. that. Yeah. I understand. But but I, when I was thinking about multiplayer, my my mind went to V-Test, Vampire of the Eternal Struggle, and mm-hmm. that was always a technically three, but it was really better at four or five. Mm-hmm. And I'd never considered that, oh, at even numbers, you have two games of L5R already, so it would be an odd-numbered mm-hmm. multiplayer. Well, like, four, so. four leads to Kingmaker problems. Two people can gang up to make one person win. Yeah. You can't do that in three because the two people ganging up are working against their objectives as it were same thing with five um you need an overlap someone you need an overlap of countering of people countering each other so even numbers everything comes to a standstill if you have odd numbers one person is left unaffected. oh yeah well, that's with true. odd numbers that's though true. you yeah. can uh you can have the kingmaker in the opposite direction though exactly so you yeah. push someone out of the game so the yeah. two of you can play yeah or... well that's that's so that's better than the work together to make one person win which is a non-interest non-conflicting which are in a, a conflicting a, a competitive game. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's interesting. I, I do a lot of co op games, and co op games work on a, di- a very different metric, and you can literally reverse that, that situation. And so, if, assuming FFG does it, mm-hmm. how, what form would a multiplayer take? Like, would it be an expansion box? Would Ooh. it be a whole separate game? I don't, I wouldn't expect a whole separate game. There are two reasonable possibilities. A rule set release, assuming the gate that requires no new components. Oh, okay. You're right. So just here's here's the rules to play multiplayer. That's true. Or if we do end up in the Game of Thrones area where there are cards specifically intended to make multiplayer work, then we end up with at least a clan pack equivalent. Right, like a, a, a tw- you know a a a twenty dollar mid size expansion. Um, I I would say when you were talking about the number the number and of players, cards to represent to do something because I know and I know in Game of Thrones they have do they have stands that little little token. They, they the first roles. edition did. The second edition has cards. Right, and so that is one structure they could go for. That's specifically designed to to emulate how Game of Thrones goes. Yeah, these people like you know right. I'm supporting the crown right now because I'm going to win. Right, because I want to be in charge. Kind of thing. Right. you know you could do that. There's no reason why not, but that's why that foreplay there specifically works very well. Is it's it's built from the ground up to do it. Okay. But standard, like try and kill the other guy, try and hit a win condition. Well, different. I think yeah. Game of Thrones actually was designed as multiplayer first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, the original CCG yeah. 
was intended to be three to five players, I think. Because I remember one of my greatest memories early in Fort Collins, early in my time at Fort Collins, we were snowed in much like we are today. There's a big snowstorm hitting us. Uh, Me and two other buddies, we played three-player Game of Thrones all weekend. We were kind (laughs) of stuck in the house, and we got nothing else to do, so we played this. And it was fantastic. And then we played, tried to play it as two-player, and it didn't have the same. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reasonable, reasonable the problem with the original game. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So, yeah, interesting. I think I think that's where I think that's where the three to five player is coming from, and also because those two sizes are still doable. I mean, anything bigger gets unwieldy fast. So anyone anyone out there who's played, um, say, Emperor form Magic, a three versus three, uh, that's a heck of a table that goes on for quite some time. Okay, back yeah. in college, we used to play, we used to have, like, weekend Emperor games. On a Saturday, mm. we'd all get together, we'd build an Emperor deck, yeah. bring it to, and, and, like, you know, after lunch on Saturday, we'd sit down and play until dinner, basically. So it was like a four-hour Magic game. Yeah, single sounds, game. That sounds yeah. fun. It was. That sounds fun. They it can, was. They, they can be. It, it, but the length of that play is the reason that um, Commander came to exist, if you know yeah. Magic, which is yeah. the play a, multi- play a multiplayer with however many people you like, and it'll take about the same amount of time yeah. kind of deal. Two-Headed Giant might be a better way to go for L5R. That's an interesting call, isn't it? Yes. So Two-Headed Giant is two, is two allied teams. I mean, the big question, one of the questions kind of dancing around there is, would we change win conditions? You know... Yeah. Um, how how do we handle? Is the same number of breaks okay? Do we have different rules about how we, what you can break and how you can? Yeah, break and, it? and and you know. and and you get into something like multiplayer. Is there one winner yeah. or is there a, one loser? Is there elimination? And yeah, is it elimination? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, so my answer like, to that, but as a board game answer, that would be no. Yeah, player elimination, elimination is be, the worst thing in the world. <laughs> player elimination would be bad. Yeah, I've, I've awful. and I only say that. Uh, who the heck knows if anything like this is ever going to come to a fruition? But I know from Vitas. If you got ousted with the first 15, 10, 15 minutes of a game, which happens sometimes, mm-hmm. you'd be sitting there for another hour and a half waiting for people to freaking finish. And it was just... Ugh. I'll go one further. I, I, there are not many absolutes I believe in. There is an absolute in board gaming and gaming in general. Player elimination sucks. Yeah. yeah. Badly. So we're sitting here uh, second weekend in February, and we're hoping the Stronghold events start up soon. We're hoping the stronghold packs show up. Yeah, hopefully those were, kits will be arriving kind of, in stores. Yeah. There was some illusion. Oh, I think in the original request from stores that was said this will be shipping in February. So we haven't heard from our local stores. Yeah, Carl, nothing, have you had heard anything? No word no? so far. All right. I will mention that on, on the flip side of that, we actually had a really strong... We're doing our monthly second Tuesday mm-hmm. or first Tuesday tournaments. And we had a really strong one last week. Had a whole Great. bunch of guys I hadn't seen. It was a good, very good size. Nice. Great. So, no, so it's still, people are still around. And when we have these kits up, we should be getting some good events, some Excellent. more good events going. Uh, so hopefully those stronghold tournaments will show up and we'll start hearing about how fun they are from folks. Uh, another quick note, we had another podcast go on hiatus, the Winter Court podcast. Travis, Dan, and Alex, and the other guys had some great episodes there. They hit the the wall that many of us hit, which is scheduling, right? Well, scheduling, yeah. and eventually just that kind of takes takes the beast, and you got to be committed to that kind of thing. And we're, I'm lucky to have you guys uh, committed to that. Doesn't, so, doesn't, yeah. doesn't hurt to have you organizing this, too, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> If you didn't listen to the Winter Court podcast, uh, give them a listen. They they did a lot of their episodes live on Discord, live over Discord. So they had a lot of people listening and engaging with them, and that made for some really fun stuff, much like the Imperial Advisor does on YouTube. Um, we don't do that, uh, mostly <laughs> because I don't know why. 
I, I don't I, want, I'm uncomfortable don't, with it. We don't want to record us telling people they're idiots live on the internet, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or being maybe told we it. are. Yeah, or being maybe told that's we it. are. That yeah, works yeah. too. Yeah. You know? So, but if you haven't <laughs> have listened to the Winter Court, ego. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the Winter Court, uh, absolutely give them a try. There are some fun episodes in there. And again, thanks to Travis and the rest of the folks. And yes, we will leave the light on for you. So oh, again, yeah. great bands don't break up. They just go on hiatus. Looking or they up, stop making music or yeah. whatever it might be. I was going to say, looking outside at the snow and going, the winter court went into hibernation. I can understand <laughs> that. And, and sometimes they decide to make solo albums. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> has, has anyone done go. that here? I'm, think, I'm trying to think of any podcast one I can think of. Where it's like, screw you all. I'm going to I'm gonna make my own podcast with Blackjack and et cetera, et cetera. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at artofwarcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, honor is the deadliest weapon. The Scorpion are on a run, but in the spirit of fun and new stories, we'll channel our in in a ah, sorry. Looked ahead at Katrina Ostrander and went ha, da, 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 da. <laughs> 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 You know, just <clears throat> the brain the brain failed. <clears throat>